0: Welcome Welcome to the Money Mentors Podcast.: Welcome, I'm Gary Matson with Laurel Stewart and Jennifer Perry, and I'm going to start out. Here it comes, the acronym UCC. Oh boy! Not University of California in the countryside, <laughs> or anything like that. Actually, the UCC stands for Uniform Commercial Code. And every state has that, and that's how you transact business and how you're supposed to do business, and all the rules and regulations of that. Now, the state of Michigan has that. I've heard the Dakotas are going through something, that's what I want to talk about, is that they're adopting through the UCC, each state is, can you use electronic currency? Laurel came up with the currency, now I was trying to figure this out. And I'm not saying I'm right in all this, but this is kind of giving me a red flag that people need to be aware of, is that if 25 states allow electronic currency, the federal government could, not to say they will, but could get rid of all paper currency check writing everything, and go right down to every single penny you spend, the government now has a track on.
1: Ooh, that's terrifying. Well, I think about it too, just with how things are now, and we've got Venmo, and Etsy, and eBay, and all these things that now the IRS is getting their hands in the, you know, those different various pots. So I can see how this can continue to expand.
0: Yeah, and let's say, for example, because Nancy, we've talked about her handling My the mom. family's estate and getting rid of all what you and I would call junk. She <laughs> has value in it. But she sold it. I mean, she's done mm-hmm. good. Instead mm-hmm. of putting in landfill, somebody can use that. And our neighbor helped with that. Now, he didn't take anything for that except for his cost to, to list it on eBay and sell it. But he's going to get a ten ninety nine from eBay for six or $700 of whatever they sold, now they're gonna tax him for that because unless he puts a cost basis in, like we do at a stock or mm-hmm. those type of things, you're gonna have, again, a taxable situation. Now they suspended that for this last year, 2022, but it's gonna come up again, again and again and again. If you remember, kind of put this back in perspective, remember when you used to buy across state lines and if you bought in a state that didn't have sales tax, you weren't added sales tax to your order. Right. now. They ask you what state you're living in so they add that sales tax. This is the same exact type of thing. It's adding more taxes or potential more taxes to your future. And let's face it, we got enough taxes going on with income and everything else. I'm wholly against this, and you should start researching it and make sure your legislative body knows where you stand on this.
2: Okay, UCC. Look it up.
0: UCC, Uniform yeah. yep. Commercial Code.
1: Find online, too. There's great resources when it comes to different universities. There's... The Michigan.gov resource there, so you can learn more about that Uniform Commercial Code as one of those comprehensive set of laws that govern all those different commercial transactions here in the U.S. And remember, it's not a federal law, statewide. So you can do some
2: research and make sure you're well informed. And we will keep you up to date on this here on Money Mentors as well. We're always having one eye on some of the headlines and some of the proposals out there because we also understand that it can have real life impacts when it comes to you, your financial life, how much you want to disclose in terms of the money you're spending and where and that kind of thing. And, you know, that brings up to mind, too, you know, a lot of times when we're talking here on Money Mentors about some of the new and different tax proposals they come up with in Washington, it often has to do with reducing retirement accounts. They always seem to have one eye on making some changes there. And Gary, to your point, they know every single dollar that's in those retirement accounts. There are some reporting requirements there too,
0: right? Absolutely. In fact, people get a little confused because they get this form after they've done their taxes, and it comes back, and it's the form that tells what the value of your IRA, 401k, or whatever account you have is every year, so the IRS can track it. So it's out there. It's in the system. And when you do things, as Laurel said many times on our show, the IRA is an IOU to the
1: IRS. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: it's one of those things that is out there. But if you don't understand how to work it the best for you and making sure that you're asking the right questions or getting the right questions looked at, you could be paying too much in taxes. And that could take out two to 20% of your portfolio if you do it incorrectly.
2: And so I'm thinking about this in the same way that I think about, you know, paying in Venmo to a babysitter or your lawn guy Mm -hmm. or something like that. Someone who's just trying to make a few extra bucks here and there. You know, I don't want them to have to report that tax wise. But a lot of us have been saving in these retirement accounts all these years, legally, honestly, ethically. And so sometimes I think we feel like the target, though, because we've done everything right. Is that kind of what you see sometimes among your
0: clients? I know I feel that way. Oh, absolutely. And the thing that really bothers me about this is you have a garage sale. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to get taxed on selling your own stuff. Yeah. Even though know, you've lost money on it, you have to keep house base and all that. It's just going to be a nightmare. And this is why it's so important that we have people come to us, very educated people, and saying that I know I'm going to pay taxes and I've done the spreadsheet, And whether it's an engineer or CPA or those type of things, teachers, those are all kind of the ones that really do this analysis. And they miss the little things. And these little things could trip you up to be two, three, 4% in taxes that you otherwise should not pay. And let's face it, once you pay it, how many people got money back from the IRS and say, oh, by the way, I made a mistake. Give me my money back. Yeah. It's a <laughs> it black happen. hole, right? Yeah.
2: One of the other issues I know that you and your team there at Mattson Financial are really excited about, too, is helping families pass on those retirement accounts and those hard-earned dollars to future generations. And I think it's important to remind people here, we've seen some pretty significant changes in the laws on this in just the last few years. I'm thinking back to uh, original SECURE Act, not the 2.0 version that was Mm. recently passed by Congress, but the original SECURE Act really change some things in terms of the tax bomb that you could leave to future generations. So for our Baby Boomer listeners out there who are thinking, you know, I have plenty to fund my retirement. I'd like to leave something behind. What do they need to know about here?
0: Well, it's really about understanding the taxes that you could pay now, the taxes that your family is going to pay and all the transitions of those assets going down forward. I mean, let's face it, the largest transition of wealth in the world Is going to happen when the baby boomers pass on their assets to the next generation or the following generation. Great-grandkids, grandkids, kids. That's going to be where they're going to look at taking the most amount of dollars away. And we've got to make sure that you do not participate in that strategy
1: yeah I mean because before though we're talking secure act here number one that changed it from saying hey you can actually take those assets over a lifetime right you can really stretch that out that stretch IRA that everybody used to talk about but then here came the secure act and said wait a minute we're changing things up now you have to take it out within 10 years and so that really changes things because let's say dad's in my situation let's say I am in my 40s or 50s, I'm in my highest income earning years, and then he passes and that money then gets passed on to myself. Well, then I look at this and say, okay, I'm in my high income years, right? And I also am receiving an inheritance that I have to take out over 10 years. So what do I do? Do I just take it all and now I'm in the 30 plus percent tax bracket. Highest tax
0: bracket forever. You
1: know, and obviously by that time, like economists say we believe too, taxes are going up. Right now they're on sale. They're not going to be after the end of 2025. So that's why we wanna start having this forward plan, this forward thinking strategy to say, okay, dad, right, as the client, let's talk about your legacy and your needs for retirement. Obviously you're gonna get taken care of first, but any of these assets that are left that would get passed down, what is that going to look like who, how, and when, because we want to start strategizing now to have a conversation with myself, the recipient of those dollars, to make sure that they're not losing you know, 30, 40 percent right away to taxes, that they can still invest and keep those funds for their family and that legacy
0: going. And there's some other changes out there like the Supreme Court did, and that is that, let's face it, if you know this, it's good, if you don't, it's really very bad. That if you have an IRA, 401k, those are protected by ERISA law, meaning that it's protected from creditors and predators. If you went bankrupt, they can't touch your 401k. They can't touch your IRA. Fast forward, now we pass that on to the next generation. Supreme Court says, well, that's an inherited asset, even though it's an IRA, if you're going through a divorce, creditors, bankruptcy, Maybe you're in a situation where you can't work, you're on disability. Those assets can be included in your plan so they can tax you at a higher rate or take the assets away from you. Mm. So these are just little tweaks that go along. As life unfolds, you don't wanna be part of that if you can help it.
1: And man, when it comes to taxes in the IRS, right, where there's a will, there's a way. Right. And as you can see over the last couple of years, they're trying to figure out how to get into any possible avenue. Like we've talked about when it comes to Venmo, eBay, Etsy. Also, when it comes to cryptocurrency, they're trying to do a lot more there. So taxes are here to stay. I'm sorry that they're probably only going to get worse. But what you can do is start planning. It's never too late. And also, tax laws change almost every year. You know, we've got different thresholds we're dealing with, too. So your plan isn't just set it and forget it. That's why every year we're looking at this, maybe multiple times a year, and planning we've got a team here to help you.
0: Yeah, if you haven't got the three tax buckets in your plan, taxable, that's what most people have, tax-deferred, meaning money that you've already paid tax on but is growing without the IRS taking a bite of that first before you get to use it, and then tax-free. These are the tax buckets that you should have structured within your plan. Want weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes! Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio.